Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. Uh, we are just starting um, Chapter 10. I'm Aaron Stump. We're just starting Chapter 10 uh, of the Commute on Logical Relations and Parametricity, and I'm actually dubbing this chapter the start of Season 2 because the fall semester here at the University of Iowa and around our country and around the world is just just starting this month, and so it's a good time to sort of consider this a, a second season. And um, anyway, so, and I've gotten quite interested in this topic of logical relations. And what is a logical relation? Well, we're going to talk about that a little more um, today. But as I said, I think I said last time, the, the idea, sort of almost like a slogan, is that it's a relational generalization of the idea of a homomorphism. And um, that is very true. Uh, homomorphism, we recall, is a structure-preserving function. Um, so from just from algebra, abstract algebra, if you have a group homomorphism, it's a function from group one to group two that preserves the structure. That's kind of the slogan way of saying it. It just means that, um, uh, for example, if, if it maps, if the homomorphic function maps x to y, then it needs to map x inverse in the first group to y inverse in the second group. So, um, and uh, logical relation is just sort of like the relational version of this. That's that's kind of the starting point of the idea. But there's a so in other words, um, a logical relation between two groups. Uh, the basic way, basic definition of it would be to say that it's a rela any relation that relates to identity elements of the groups. We have group one and group two, so we have identity element one and identity element two. And the logical relation needs to relate those two elements. And then again, it's compatible with the uh, operations of the group. So that means if the relation decides to relate x from group one and y from group two, then it is required also to relate x inverse from group one and y inverse from group two. So, and similarly for the multiplication of the groups. Um, so, uh, so it's this sort of structure-preserving relation, but there's quite a bit more to it than that, um, which I would like to try to get into. And um, I just want to note that there is, in algebra, there is this idea of a, a kind of a relational generalization of a homomorphism, which is a congruence relation on a particular, a single algebra, like a single group. You define a congruence relation, um, and that's an equivalence relation on that elements of that group, which is compatible with operations in the same kind of way. So if it um, says x and y of the same group now are equal, then it also needs to say x inverse and y inverse are equal. Um, now, you know, the, just the basic idea of logic relation, it's not on one group, it's between two groups. It's a relation from group one to between elements of group one and group two. So that's one difference. But another, but the really critical difference, and the reason um, you hear logical relations talked about in computer science uh, and not um, uh, so much to my knowledge, but I'm definitely a baby beginner on this, in math is that, you know, where of course algebra is definitely the domain of mathematics, um, is that we're interested in the higher type structure. And that's what I'm interested in too. Ha, I'm a computer scientist, imagine. Um, and so that's where I'd like to try to explain briefly the 
the sort of technical definition of a logical relation. Um, and so, uh, at least the heart of the technical heart of it. So the technical heart of the definition is we have, um, we're going to have a relation. Actually, we're going to have a family of relations because we need to take type structure into account. And so let's just imagine we have some set of simple types. So some base types and some um, error types formed between simple types. Okay, so we just have simple types as usual over some base types. And um, we're a logical relation uh, between two structures, which also needs a little technical definition, but I don't think I want to try to say that one right now. I'm just going to try to explain the, the technical part for the what the logical relation itself is. Um, so it, we have a family of relations indexed by these simple types. So in other words, we've got a whole collection of relations, one for each simple type. Like if you, if you had a base type B, then you'd have one relation for B, and you'd have another relation for B or OB, and yet another one for B or OB or OB. So you have this sort of pile up of all these relations. And they need to be, um, and they're relating one structure to another. Um, and so they need to relate all the, again, these are, let's think of these as algebraic structures, but now let's imagine that we have higher order signature. So that means the, the signature, the, that is the set of symbols that we use to describe the algebraic structure, um, or for which the algebraic structure is a particular model, uh, this set of symbols now comes with, uh, each symbol has some simple type, okay? And so, you know, like, so for groups, like the multiplication, let's say there was just a base type B, the multiplication's type would have been B or O, B or O, B, let's say. And the inverse would be B or O, B, and the identity element would just have type B. Okay, so, um, uh, so the requirement is, as you're relating one algebraic structure over a particular signature with another one with a logical relation, you need to relate all the constant symbols, all, all the symbols at their types need to be related to the corresponding, I'm sorry, the interpretations in structure one of the symbol, of a, each symbol, need to be related to the interpretation in structure two of the symbol. Okay, so that means that the multiplication, for groups, for example, the the multiplication relation over in group one needs to be related to the multiplication relation over in group two. Okay, so that's a little bit more higher order because we relate, not really talking about the outputs of these multiplication operations, we're talking about the operations themselves. Um, that's one point of, that's part of the definition of being a logical relation, but the next part is the really interesting part, and it says that um, a logical relation Two functions are going to be related at a function type. It's going to explain when that's the case. Okay, so say you know we got this sort of grab bag of relations. They're indexed by simple types. So say you say the we have, say we have the relation indexed by a type t1 arrow t2. Okay, and we ask when are is function f and function g. So f would be from structure one and g would be from structure two because these relations span two algebraic structures over some signature, when would function f be related to function g at type t1 arrow t2? And then we get this clause that's amazingly reminiscent of realizability, not coincidentally. Um, it's amazingly reminiscent of realizability. It says, well, um, that f must be related to g at this type t1 arrow t2 
if and only if for all um, related inputs. So let's say we have a A and B from structure one and structure two respectively that are related at the domain type T1. Then F of A needs to be related to G of B at the codomain type T2. Okay, so it's kind of a lot of information to explain just verbally. And, the, and it's also very important to emphasize this is an if and only if. If your relation decides to relate F and G, then you need to have this sort of um, preservation, like related inputs need to be mapped to related outputs. And vice versa, if you happen to have some functions F and G that map related inputs to related outputs, then F and G themselves must be related. That's really a critical um, component of the definition. Okay, and uh, so um, this goes beyond the usual definition of a congruence relation because now we're sort of dealing at higher type and we can deal with higher type um, signatures. And that's of great interest to computer science and it's completely unclear how you'd extend the usual notion of homomorphism to these hard type signatures. But this definition um, makes total sense. And um, that's really pretty encouraging and exciting because we might like to deal with higher order data types and this might give us some angle on that. Uh, anyway, um, so that's the basic clause of being a logical, you know, sort of defining idea of being a logical relation. And it's this functions being related if and only if they map related inputs to related outputs. Um, so uh, that's all I want to try to give you for now. And I'm just learning this stuff myself. So and there's it's pretty subtle. There's some interesting ins and outs to it all. So um, uh, I will come back with more, hopefully. Uh, sometime soon. Next up would be, be nice to talk about some examples and um, yeah, and try to see some more sort of interesting applications and uh, tell you about some cool papers I found that are talking about this stuff. Anyway, I hope you're safe. Um, our big storm disaster this past week was just awful and it's kind of kind of wrapped up at least where I am now, but other areas in Iowa are still in bad shape. So anyway, thank you for listening. Take care.